a world full of mundane podcasts. One show rises from the ashes. Critics are calling it outrageous. Podcasts as we know it will never be the same again. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Welcome to the show tonight. Prepare for an epic journey where every step could be your last. The destination, a place where no maps can show. The mission, to rise above the rest. The danger, unimaginable. The reward, a shit ton of weed and laughs. It's going to blow your mind. This is To Be Blood. So sit back, turn up the volume, grab your weed, get ready to light those blood. Something hot, yo. Brought to you by, of course, Alarm Engineering, Fast Track Cannabis Clinics of America. It's going down after a hiatus over the holidays. I am here to bring you what can only be described as the best thing going on Thursday night, with the exception, of course, of Thursday night football. You already know. And tonight, we're bringing back the high five tonight. The Stoner Roundtable returns. The last couple weeks, you guys know I've been reading user, I should use user listening, I feel like I'm at work. Viewers submitted emails asking for advice from the Loud Pack. And these are coming in hotter than ever. I can't even keep track, so what did I do? I hollered at the Loud Pack, and I'm bringing in the round table to help me help y'all. Right here tonight, we're going to talk about, of course, the break. We got some big news coming at you. New segments planned. I can't wait to get this show started. But first, shout out. 
to everybody tuning in. I see you, my man Nexus in the house. My man Dylan's in the house. He says it's party time. Let's roll. I already rolled it up. Horny Gnome Bar, you know. Chris Flo in the house, listening from work. Brandon Bingham in the house. Wait, I see you, Stony homie, everybody up on the TikTok. I love tacos. You already know it's to be blood. And we are back, baby. I am so fired up. It's been what feels like forever since we've, uh, you know, done this as far as the podcast goes. Of course, last week, you already know, we had uh, a little break because it was the holiday. No, no, I'm sorry. Two weeks ago was the holiday we had the break. Two weeks ago. And then last week, we were supposed to do the show. And, of course, we had a, I had a last-minute family emergency I had to attend to. Everything's good, though. Y'all got nothing to worry about. We good, but I had to obviously uh, attend to that. So it's been two weeks now, two fucking weeks. So let's not wait any longer because it's time for my favorite time part of the show and yours, the ceremonial lighting of the blunt. Grab your weed. <laughs> it's time to roll up. It's to be blunt with Peasy. <laughs> Damn right it is. I got the King Palm loaded, baby. I got the King Palm loaded. With one of my favorite strains, Runts. Runts. I'm sure you've all had Runts before. Top strain, super gassy. It's time to light this bitch up. I'm not going to waste any more time. Let's do this. Uh, this is my favorite part. Sorry, TikTok, you can't see this shit. But if you want to watch me smoke out or like this blunt, you know, head on over to YouTube, head on over to uh, Twitch, Facebook, at the number two B Blunt Podcast, the number two B E B L U N T Podcast on all platforms. If you want to watch the whole show, because trust me, TikTok's cool and all, but you're not getting the full experience like you are over here. My homies on the other end, they get in the full screen gimmick. Plus, I mean, you want to be able to see the, the round table, right? Fucking TikTok. I know. Fucking TikTok. Fucking TikTok's right, bro. Fucking TikTok. I, I literally debated the entire like half hour leading up to the show if I was even going to stream from TikTok because of all the bullshit. I can't do anything on TikTok without getting reported. Bunch of bitches, yo. Bunch of bitches. Oh, that first hit so nice, though. That first hit is so nice, yo. And let me tell you, that is just what I need. What up, Heezy? I see you over there. Heezy and Peasy. The holidays, yo. The holidays stress me the fuck out, right? The holidays stress me the fuck out, all right? Especially as a stoner. Let's take example. I mean, this is not even just 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 visiting everybody, traveling, having to go see people, shopping, all that shit. Also, as a stoner, you know, like for example, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. I mean, who could do Thanksgiving as a stoner when they're not high, right? Impossible. In fucking possible. So you spend the entire holiday trying to sneak around to figure out how the fuck 
You gonna smoke? Where you gonna smoke? What you gonna do? I'm gonna take a little hit. And that shit can honestly be stressful for a stoner. It's hard, yo. <coughs> My lungs. My fucking lungs. Yo. And I'm just saying. They cracked this beer. I gotta. Woo! Watch that shit down. Shout out Alvarium, New Britain, Connecticut, for this glued uh, New England double India Pale Ale. Super fire. I needed that. But like I was saying, I mean, it's stressful, right? I mean, I can't be the only one that thinks that, right? For example, let me give you an example of how this works out. So we're, I'm, at, I'm at my uncle's house. My cousin's visiting from Oregon. I haven't seen him in a minute, right? It's been a little bit. So we're all going to go over there after we go, you know, after another family obligation before that. We're going to go to my my uncle's house, my cousin's house, to see my other cousin who's here from Oregon. That's confusing, but I said it out right. So anyways, so we get there and we're all hanging out. And of course, you know, we got the kid. They got kids. I'm sitting here like, fuck, I'm ready to smoke. You know what I mean? I'm ready. I'm sipping the same beer, man. There we go, Shaba. That's what it is, yo. They all smoke. Listen, I know I like I have family that smoke, but there's like when you got kids and shit, it's hard. It's hard around. So my aunt, my cousin, whose house I'm at, starts talking about, for example, like he's got this big, this big stove in the basement, like a wood stove or a pellet stove. I don't fucking know. They're talking about stoves. And him and my brother are like, oh, we're gonna go downstairs and look at the stove. And in my head, in my fucking head, this is obviously fucking code, right? This this must be code. This must be code. I'm thinking to myself, this, this has to be it. This is what they're going to go downstairs. They're going to smoke, right? This has to be it. Because I know I know that both of them smoke. So they're, oh, then all of a sudden, like, oh, my wife's like, oh, I'll go downstairs and see the stove. And then, like, my, my brother is fucking like, I'll go downstairs. And all of a sudden, everybody's going downstairs to see the stove. And in my head, I'm like, you know what? This is it. We're all sneaking away real casually. Everybody's going to see the fucking stove, right? And we're all going to go get high real quick. I go downstairs. I get ready. I pull my fucking pen out. We're in the basement. I'm looking around. Nobody's smoking. Nobody's fucking smoking. Everybody's sitting there. Legit. Looking at a fucking stove, bro. At a fucking stove, bro. There really was a stove they were going to see. I was played. I was made to look like a fool. There's a fucking stove. How is that not code? I was literally, I literally looked at everybody and I'm like, I thought we were coming out here to get high. What the fuck's going on? Y'all really coming out here to look at a stove? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> yo, if you got good stories about trying to get stoned on like around family on Thanksgiving, yo, give me a call. 860-638. Oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> 860-384-7110. That's 860-384-7110. If you got a, a good story from this past Thanksgiving or something you want to share, that, that I literally thought we were gonna get stoned. They didn't even do it. 
That was fucking depressing, to be honest with you. And my blood went out, which is also depressing. <laughs> I know, literally. I, it's literally, it was literally a stove. Literally a stove. I was just as shocked. All right. To be blood. See what's going on here. <laughs> Damn. And I just seen the, the call of all calls coming in. Let me see if I can fix that. <laughs> I wonder if they'll call back. There was a caller. I missed the call. I failed. <coughs> I don't even know why I actually. This always happens. Here we go. Tubi Blood, what's your name? Where are you calling from? It's Hazel. I was watching you trying to answer my phone call. You were I was you were trying to what? <laughs> I was watching you try to answer my phone call. <laughs> oh, I wasn't trying to answer your phone call though. Oh, well that's very nice of you, PZ. I appreciate that. I'm sorry, but that wasn't what was <laughs> happening though. <laughs> <laughs> no, but so for Thanksgiving, I grew up in a really religious home. So like my grandpa would go and go for a walk with the dog. And so finally I got smart enough to where I would just invite a friend over and me and my friend would walk the dog while my grandpa was busy helping with like dinner and the turkey and like all that stuff. And then that's how we would finally go. So our code word was, was like, you want to go for a walk, Speedy? And one of us would just say that very loud in the house because the dog's name was Speed Bump. Yeah. So you would go walk the dog as your way to get out the smoke. <laughs> Yeah, but we also hadn't kept, like, Febreze in, like, our pants, like, our sweatpants, because, like, you could see it in our pockets, so we would put it in our sweatpants and smuggle all of our smoke stuff out and then spray each other, like, down with, with Febreze. Febreze. Like, yeah, but we would make sure that we were good, like, a few blocks away from the house, so that way by the time that we arrived from the, to the house, it didn't blatantly smell like we just bathed in Febreze. <laughs> that's a good one that's a good one I, that, i'll keep that in mind walk the dog is another option i wasn't home or else i would have probably walking used the dog that. is always an option like you go for the walk with your cousins or something you know or you could just suddenly announce on new year's that getting out and walking is your new new year's resolution for your health absolutely and we're gonna go with that <laughs> thanks hazel okay, absolutely 100 <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> oh my god, yo. I'm dying right now. I had another call come in. I was kind of getting it back, but I honestly, I don't foresee them actually wanting to pick up. Hello? To be blunt, you're live. Oh, snap. Oh, snap. What's up? Well, nothing, man. You know, I think 
Hey, this is my first time live on the To Be Blunt podcast. And for those that are listening in, tuned in, you know, this is GP, PZ's brother. And really, man, you know, I'm calling to justify the stove session. You're not. That went down on Thanksgiving. Dude, let's talk about this fucking stove, please. Yeah. How how can you justify this? Well, it's actually really simple, you know, and anyone that's uh, listening in that has electric baseboard heat knows just how terrible of a thing that is. And so recently I've been exploring alternative heat sources, you know, something to complement my my baseboard electric heat that I have in the house. Okay. And this heat sucks because A, doesn't heat things up well. Right. B, it's super fucking expensive. Yes. And C, it's dry as shit. Right. Have you ever been in a room that has electric baseboard heat and you're near the heater? Yep. You're going to be completely dried out. Think about cotton mouth, but in your nose and your mouth at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Dude, so, I can attest for this. We got a baseboard heater, an electric one right by the bed because my bedroom uh, has uh, an addition, so it got extended. So the, the heater that's in there wasn't made to heat the whole size of that room. So they added an electric one at the end, which is right literally three feet from my face where I sleep. So like, yeah, so you dude, already know you probably you got like a up. humidifier or something in there. I don't even. You know, I, no, I just suffer. I just suffer. What do you mean? <laughs> it wasn't. Oh, it wasn't man. until well, we had Renzo did we know, actually get that. <laughs> so anyway, fast forward to that night, we're over at my cousin's house, and he's got nothing but wood stoves to heat his house. So naturally, you know, I had to go downstairs and check out his system because I picked up a wood stove. Okay. But unfortunately, mine's too big, the place that I have, to put it. So it's sitting in the garage. I had to check out what he had going on and then sneak outside for the quote-unquote stove sesh. Okay. (laughs) But, dude, you had to admit, first you, and then all of a sudden, everybody started following suit. Everybody was going to go downstairs. To see the stove. Yeah. You can't we blame had a big me, following. though. What, what, what was supposed to be two people checking out a stove ended up being like 12 people sitting down there looking at the stove, not knowing what the fuck's going on. I think because everybody thought the same thing I did. There's no way everybody thought we are really going to look <laughs> at a stove, bro. There's no yeah, fucking yeah, way. Yeah, well, I understand where you're coming from. You know, I mean, you got to think about how many people were there that actually smoked. I figured this was definitely like a for sure way to get away from the kids. Yeah, yeah, I feel you, man. I know where you're coming from. Yeah, but unfortunately, that wasn't the case, and I ended up just looking at a stove. <laughs> well, hey, then I guess uh, next time I see a stove sesh on me, huh? Oh, yeah, yeah. Next thing you owe, you owe me a stove sesh for sure. <laughs> All right, bro. man. Appreciate you calling. Well, hey, in. time for me to time for me to hit it. But I really appreciate you having me on air for a few minutes here. That's right, y'all. Everyone, shout out. Give my brother GP a shout out. You already know. That's right. Thanks, P. Right, we'll man. talk soon. Peace. I mean, who would have thought the brother would have called him? I also just want to add on to the fact that I am fucking high as shit right now. I normally end up putting this blunt down like a few different times. Like I usually end up putting it down at like fucking 7.15 or fucking 7.30, 
whatever it might be, you know, I ended up putting a goddamn thing out. No, not this time. I just decided we're going to power this bitch right through. Okay. Okay. 2B Blood, what's your name? Where you calling from? Bro, it's Horino. I got a great fucking story for you. You got a great story for me? Let me hear it. Okay. So half of the half of my family, half of that side of, of one side of my family, we're all just fucking stoners. Every last one of us. And we went to this we went to this family event. It was kind of a solemn thing. It was after the death of a relative, whatever. But we were all waiting to go out to be able to smoke. And we got told that the one rule was we can't smoke today. We're not supposed to smoke today. We gotta we gotta what? deal with this shit or whatever. Why would anybody make that like, a rule? <laughs> we're all like, fuck this. We got shit to do. So we're all outside. We're all in like a little pile outside underneath this big fucking patio heater or whatever. Right. And we're burning through this blunt. And I get like the last, you know, inch of this blunt. And I'm just burning it down. And then we hear, you motherfuckers aren't out here smoking right now, are you? So I just burn this whole blunt down and hold on. Hold this huge fucking hit and throw it down and, and put it out, and all the smoke is dissipated. We're outside, except for the stuff that is just clogging my fucking lungs at this time. Oh no! And I'm just trying to like nod and hold this huge fucking hit. No! And I swear, I hold the biggest fucking hit that I've ever had out of a blunt for like five <laughs> fucking minutes while she's out there. Yammering on it up, and she turns around and I blow the biggest fucking smoke cloud out that I've ever fucking seen. Oh my god! Blood rip for five fucking minutes, bro. Dude, I'm telling you, legit, it was at least at least three solid fucking minutes of her yammering on about how we need to be inside. You're telling me you're not just exaggerating just a little bit on that time frame. No, I, I'm telling you, it's not. It, it was a long fucking time. I'm telling you for sure. I ain't high right now. I know what I'm saying. It was at least three fucking minutes. It was the longest I've ever fucking held anything. It was ridiculous. I was fucking turning purple. I just got an idea. All right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Here's what we're going to do. I'm going to issue a challenge to you. All right. Okay. You come on the show next week. With the blood, you're going to take a big ass <laughs> rip and you're going to hold that shit. And we're going to run the timer and see how long you can hold that rip for. And I am going to oh, yap Jesus. at you as if the situation was as it was in time at that point in time. <laughs> how do you feel about this? I, I feel like, I feel like it's a, it's a, something I want to try at least. I mean, I'm telling you. I mean, you're listen. According to your story, you held the blunt for what was at first five minutes, and then you went at least three. You backpedaled at least three. So I'm saying three minute challenge next week, right here, live on the show. What do you say? I think I think I'll give it a try. All right, all right. Listen, drop me your info. We're going to get in touch next week, right here live, three-minute challenge. It's going down. All right.
All right, man. Listen, appreciate you calling in, bro. All right, later, buddy. Later. The three minute challenge. I don't know if he's gonna have the 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 the, the, the lung capacity. That's a, that's a long time, man. That's a long time. You already know. What up, Nuggies? What up, Canada Alchemist? What we're going to do is we're going to take a quick break. I'm going to get the rest of the panel in here. And when we come back, the round table is about to go down. So don't go anywhere. You already know it's the highest podcast around. We about to get lit. I'm about to grab some more weed. We gonna fucking do a dab. We about to get this shit popping. Cause it's the highest podcast around. It's to be blunt.
to be blunt podcast. I love it that whole time I was just vibing to the song and didn't even go get my weed or anything else I said I was gonna do while we were on break. So, yeah, I'm doing real good right now. But no feet, no need to fear because it's time. It's time indeed for the round table segment we're going to call Dear Loud Pack. That's right, Dear Loud Pack. Let's bring in, speaking of the Loud Pack, we have here to help answer your emails Mother Tokatera, Hazel Days. The three musketeers in the house. <laughs> Joint lit. I like this. Wait, wait, wait. Maybe we're going to do a... Uh, there we go. I don't know if I like that or if I like this better. This is a weird one. I think I'm going to go with this one. Yeah. Fuck it. We're going to roll with this. Anyways. So, you guys. These emails have been flooding in. Legit. And... I, Hazel, you got to turn your mic down a little bit. I can hear literally everything happening. There's so much going on right now. My computer restarted on me. I, 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 I'm having a difficult time. I can see that. But you are there. <laughs> I, I am here. I am trying. I'm... I think what it is is I heard the echo. That's what it was. That's okay, though. We're going to get this thing going. I have... What the fuck? I got a laundry list while she's getting her stuff together of emails that I need help going through. You guys, the loud pack has spoken. They're sending them in left and right. And I have an entire list of these emails that have come in that people are looking for advice. They're looking for help. And for some reason, they think that we're the people that are going to answer that for them. They want the advice from us. So the best we could do is we're going to hear their stories. I'm going to read them and we can give them the best advice we can. So what do you guys think about this? I think it's a wonderful idea. Well, excellent. Because it's about to go down. <laughs> Not that you actually had a choice. Anyways, I do hear an echo. Who's got the echo right now? <laughs> I can find out real fast. That might have been it. Ah, oh, it was Hazel. <laughs> Look at her shake. <laughs> That's all right. I'm gonna read the story. Let's get this yeah, through. I turned my computer off because it decided to start and it was picking you up in my microphone connected to my computer. Oh geez. All right. Listen. The first one is a Christmas related one. This one was called the Christmas Tree Disaster. The Christmas. Oh boy. I know. So. It goes like this. this uh, these are all obviously anonymous, so there's no names for these. I know who they are, but they don't want, they want to be, you know, remain anonymous. So the first one is, my husband and I have created a problem in our household. It's a Christmas tree disaster. We have two young kids. Our daughter is six and our son is four. They're more into Christmas this year than ever, and I wanted to get them involved. All right, so they got, they got kids young. They're getting the family ready for Christmas. You guys know what that's like, so... So my husband and I made a big deal decorating the tree and we let them do most of it. They were so proud. They kept taking pictures of it and talking about it over and over. It was fun, but, <laughs> but 
It looks fucking awful. <laughs> Frankly, it was a Christmas disaster. And we have family coming to spend Christmas week with us. I left it for a few days. Yesterday, I fixed it. And when they saw what I did, they were crushed. My daughter looked at me and said, we didn't do a good job. Was it that bad? They both looked at me like they were going to cry. Now she doesn't know what to do. My husband says they should get another tree, a smaller one, and let them redo it you know, however they want. But she doesn't know if that will fix the broken hearts. What should she do? That's a tough okay, one. Okay, I'm going to go first. I'm going to go first because um, our big Christmas tree in our house, we all pick out together, and then none of them are allowed to touch it. I decorate it. They're not allowed to touch it. It's a no-touch tree, right? Okay. My kids each have their own Christmas trees that they are allowed to decorate however they want. And it solves, I never have this problem ever. You got a tree <laughs> for each fucking kid. Is that what you're telling me? Yes. <laughs> yes, I do. All three of my children have a tree. And yep. do, where do you keep all the trees? In their bedrooms. Oh, that's smart. That's smart. So are they all like small trees then? No. Okay. <laughs> So they have full size trees. Yeah, they each have like uh, they're like the five and a half foot artificial trees. Oh my god, <laughs> Hazel, what's your thoughts on this? <laughs> I'm extra. I'm kind of a hoe for Christmas, so like. <laughs> Yo, I'm but my my wife is too. She loves Christmas. Sense. My wife I mean, loves it. I put on the lights. I put on the lights and the bows and the ribbons, and then I give them like a color coordination. A color coordination. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. A color coordination, huh? (laughs) Yep. A color coordination. I give them like a color coordination that they need to go with, like just certain colors. Oh, then you just let them decorate. And then I let them put the bulbs on there themselves, but that's about as far as I go with them. SB Gross says she's got a mini tree for them. Definitely, definitely get the kids a mini tree. And Requiem yeah, says, yeah. girl got a mini forest in her house. <laughs> <laughs> SB Gross says, I love that. And I get to show their individuality with their trees. So, yeah, I mean, that's actually really good too. So, I guess. I guess we're going to go with, yes, you definitely should get them their own trees, right? That would be, that would be the fix. At least that's, that, that's, that's the loud pack advice. So I might have one if, if they need it. <laughs> really? You're going to, you're going to donate. All right. All right. All right. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty, that's donate. pretty nice of you though. I'm pretty sure I probably have an extra one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, listen. If you're listening, definitely get the kids a tree. That's it. The next situation, though, totally different. Look, this one was titled, My Wife is Now a Gamer. I was like, okay, this should be interesting, right? My wife is now a gamer. So this is how it goes. They wrote in and they said, during the pandemic, my wife needed something to do, a hobby. So I bought her an Xbox and she loved it, but there's a problem. She still loves it a lot, like (laughs) like more than she should. 
And I think it's a problem. This is literally how this is written. I'm trying to read it exactly as it came in. Now, now that we're able to go out again, she doesn't want to. She doesn't want to do anything with her friends. She stays home and plays games. She doesn't want to go on dates with me. No more date night. Now it's game night. And when I complain, she tells me I need to go get a hobby like she has. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> wow. Yo, this lady is savage. So last week. I don't know if I have advice for that. The last week, she stayed up all night twice playing games, he said. And she called in sick to work another day just to stay home and play. All she wants for Christmas is games and a new game system. Her old Xbox isn't good enough for her, I guess. Is this what they mean by dark side of gaming? We talked about starting a family, but I can't imagine her being a mom right now. Not with this video game addiction. This is legit the email. I keep thinking this will pass, but will it? Is this a problem? What should I do? <laughs> Yo. Yo. <laughs> SP Gross says they set themselves up for that one. Gaming is addicting. Listen, I agree. I like playing video games. I don't see the problem. I don't understand why this is even an issue. That's my wife that with Animal Crossing is what Cannabis Alchemist says. I think that's a smart idea. Tara, what do you think about this? Oh, she put her headphones on. <laughs> what 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 do you think about this issue here? Oh my god, everyone left me. <laughs> okay, <laughs> y'all, this is this, this is getting crazy what over here. What the hell just happened? Well, I don't know what's going on. I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> what's going on I'm with so you guys? <laughs> My lights went off. I your, just, wait, what? Your lights went off? Did you lose power? Yeah. <laughs> like everything just shut down on me. What happened? <laughs> oh, my God, y'all. I was just trying to hook my ear pods up. That's it. <laughs> and I disappeared. Sorry. I'm back. What do you think about the gamer wife? What's your thoughts on this? I, like, don't I don't think it's that bad. I get it. See, I agree. I don't think that's that big of a problem. I think she could be doing way worse things. Maybe he needs to learn how to play the games that she's playing and they can play them together. Listen, what you're saying makes a lot of sense. I see a lot of couples that'll have like their own gaming station set up like right next to each other. You know, they'll play on their own screen. She needs... Right, she needs a new Xbox, so he can take the old one, and she can have the new one, and bam, y'all can be game the gaming couple, and then you can have gaming children. Yeah. You can still have a family yeah. and be gamers. Yeah, why not? <laughs> then you can teach the kids how to be gamers. I mean, it could be a whole family thing. Right. See, no, I really think that you should take advantage of that situation. Oh, SB Girl I, says. wrong with wanting to stay home. That's what we I do. mean, because I, I'm going to be com- completely honest about it. Like, I I dated a guy who was a huge gamer, and I used to do nothing but fucking complain about it. And then, like, the second I started gaming, like, we actually had something to do. Like, you can get creative with gaming. You don't have to, like, make it so boring. Like, you can find something you have common interests with each other in and game and compete against each other. Or who knows? Maybe she'll end up being that brutal tank that you need in freaking call of duty who just blah, 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 while you're getting the flag 
Then there you go. Listen, the love yeah, pack is spoken. Yep. You guys should play together. <laughs> I feel like that's the best best solution. You should get blazed as fuck and play the shit out of those video games. <laughs> Issue yeah. fixed. Yes, game together. Requiem says. Arkwood Ginger says, "I'm sorry, but this situation he doesn't like being treated this way. Most wait, this is a situation where he just doesn't like being treated this way. Most gamer men are." <laughs> I don't know. That's uh, I'm too high. Most gamer men do exactly what he's talking about. So, like, he said that he's a gamer. What I think awkward ginger is trying to say, and correct me if I'm wrong, is <clears throat> he is complaining about probably what she used to complain about before she was addicted to video games. Oh, <laughs> but Ben and I played. Christmas oh, you see what Death- I mean? Yeah. Three hours yesterday they played together. See, this is definitely a possibility. They're missing out. They're missing out. So, we've solved yeah, that one. there's so many opportunities. There. This dude needs to get his act together. I I'm mean, sorry, if man. she doesn't want to go on date nights, she wants to stay home and play video games, dude, stack that shit up and go on a vacation. That's money you can be saving for a new car, a new house, a new whatever. You could buy her boobs if that's what she wanted. Wow. <laughs> that was totally left field. I don't want to go on date so, nights. I just want to stay. I kind of want. Real nonchalant. You're like, no, I don't want to go on no fucking date Real night. <laughs> I'd rather just stay home. I don't want to go on a date night either. Like he's like, you want to go to dinner with me, and I'm like, can we order to go? <laughs> Listen, <laughs> we do that shit. <laughs> I'll give a fuck. It could still be like romantic and cool and fun. You know, that's not to be. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. You that can is... play. You can play Fortnite and lingerie. You don't got to be boring about it. Oh. Or you can Netflix and chill. Netflix. <laughs> you could. <laughs> is that something people still do? Netflix and chill. Listen. Uh, absolutely. Old. Me and my husband. Door dash. And chill all the time. <laughs> oh my god all right let's go on to the next one i don't waste any time this one comes (laughs) in an email titled should i have to pay my best friend rent i'm not good financial questions hope you guys are are. you living with them well we got we need we need the whole story here so i own i own my own condominium but it's kind of a fixer-upper in fact it's basically been a money pit there's a lot of work to do that had been realized when i bought it there are several things I can't do myself, so I'm having some work done over the holidays. Okay. My best friend's going to be away f- from December 20th through January 6th, which matches up with the time of work at my place will be happening. She has a dog and usually pays for a dog walker to come in there three times a day to take care of him. I know where this is going now. I suggested she let me stay at her place and take care of the dog. She'd save money on the dog walker and I could have a place to stay. So... Then she said she would expect me to pay for rent utilities for two weeks. And she would deduct what I would be spent on the dog walker. And he said, seriously? I don't know if this is actually he or she. This is seriously? We're best friends. All uppercase. Yes, this would really help me out, but should I have to pay any part of her rent? Isn't this something friends do for each other? I can't afford a check. I can't afford to check into a hotel and I really don't have better options. But what should I do here? Uh, tough one I don't know like if if you're using the utilities like 
I mean, I feel like you kind of got to pay for if the it's, utilities. If they're only charging you for the time that you are going to be staying there, I think that's fair. Because I understand you're doing them a solid and your best friends, but the dog walker isn't going to be living at their house. Right. How much could a dog Taking walker showers, cost? Using their kitchen. Not as much as your rent and utilities with somebody using them. Okay, I mean, so... Lib- but it would cost... Mm, if you kenneled your dog, it would cost quite a bit. I would. It would, yeah. I would never. All right. I would never. If I was going away on a vacation and I could have somebody stay here and watch my dog as opposed to having to have a random stranger come over or having to, like, put my dog, like, you know, board him up somewhere, I would not yeah. be like, yo. You have to, also, can you pay me too for the time you're here and the shit you use? I'm like, nah, bro. Use my <laughs> use my bed. Sleep in my fucking bed. Here's the access to my food. My weed's downstairs, yo. Like fucking make yourself at fucking home. Thank you. I think I think everybody's different because just like you said, like for me, I would never charge somebody for that. Me like neither. that's ridiculous for me. But to somebody else, that could be completely reasonable. I think it has a lot to do with how you were raised. And it has a lot to do with personality traits. And honestly, like, I don't think you're best friends. <laughs> uh, well, that will correlate to a uh, comment right here. I see if I can find my fucking mouse, but I'm so high. I'm trying to find so, I'm just saying, I'm like, no, I would never my put around, my best friend. But I can't find the pointer. Like, if you're my best friend, you're welcome at my house. Like, just. Make sure you know that sometimes I'm naked. <laughs> SB Gross, that's not a best friend. <laughs> Sorry, sir, ma'am. <laughs> also, I'm saying, like, that's... I, I don't think never that's charge a, that's my best bestie. Friend. That's a, yeah. a friend, but not your best friend. <laughs> Plus, you got to take into no. account them keeping your house safe while you're away. This makes... I mean, I mean, you could always her. try... You could always try burning some, you know, Palo Alto or, you know, if you're... if Because those can be closed practices, so you could do juniper, you could do all kinds of other incense and stuff. Just, just casually burn it around them and see if they can handle it. If they can, cool. If they can't, mm. <laughs> I'm not even sure what we're talking about right now. What? We, what? I'm just saying negativity. There's things oh. you could burn for to ward oh. away negativity. Okay. So I guess the so, yeah. the final answer here is <laughs> I would get new friends. You need a new friend, and that's not your best you friend. You need sorry. a new friend. The loud pack has spoken. Because that's messed up. That is d- I'm pretty sure if I said, Hey Tara, I found myself in your state and I don't have anywhere to stay tonight. Will come and pick me up, even. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I'm I got, on my way. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> so, I got my next one is a new but old Christmas tradition. For years, I've wanted to establish a Christmas family tradition. I don't want to just make something up, I want to do something brand new. But I also don't want it to be something other families do. I want it to be something that has a connection to the past. So, it's a. So, it's steeped in tradition that is unique to us. So, do you want to do some. This this person wants to do a big, unique Christmas tradition with their family that no one else is doing. My husband, Ben, thinks I'm crazy, but here's what I want it to be. Oh, we're going to get actually uh, a description here. You know that old... An idea. You know that... It starts like this. I know this is going to be interesting. You know that old song, Christmas is Coming, 
the geese are getting fat. Uh, first off, I don't know the song. Do you guys? Yeah. No one's no one's even I heard. I think of this. my grandma talked would listen to or talk about that song. Like I think it's old, right? So I don't. I, don't I have no clue. But uh, they say I researched it, and it's because a big goose used to be the main dish at Christmas. But times have changed, and now families are more likely to opt for ham or turkey instead. I want a tradition to be the cooking of the Christmas goose. <laughs> what? What? It says, I know it'll be hard to find. Yeah, where are you going to go to get goose? Like, you going to walk up in a butcher shop and be like, yo, can I get a, can I get a roast of goose? Like, what the fuck? You're gonna have to go shoot your own lady. You're gonna have to go shoot your own fucking goose. Are you skilled? That's what I feel like. Are you I'm skilled? like, you're gonna have to go out and raise a goose. Do you your have a bow and arrow? Like, how does this lady planning on doing <laughs> this? What? It literally says. Listen, Hazel, I'm with you. I'm with you. <laughs> she's gonna go full on tradition. If we're going full on tradition, <laughs> then you better raise, you gotta raise the goose. You better get that goose fat. You better get him fat before Christmas. Where do you raise a goose? <laughs> I'm not fucking Ace Ventura, all right? So I don't know what the fuck. Well, if you want a nice, plump, fat goose, you don't want it running around. So I guess you put it in a little container. I don't know. So anyways, they you say I want this to be something special. Sorry, I want this to be something they special that stands out. to let him fly. She wants to know if she's nuts about the Christmas goose, basically. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to tell you right now, listen. Listen. (laughs) major holidays are not the day to experiment with cooking. Who's going to? Where are you going to get a goose? Even even if you're going to raise a goose. Do you know how to cook it? Where do you get the goose to raise it? How are you going to raise a goose? Where the fuck do you get it from? Are you going to go catch it with your bare fucking hands? Yeehaw! Right there, you know. Yeehaw! Oh, you that bitch. get one from the high school ag program. Can you buy them in like the farm places? Yeah. A, a goose? A goose isn't a farm animal. Duck, geese, chicken. They don't put goose geese on the farm. There's geese on farms. No. We live in America. I feel like we can domesticate any animal. <laughs> <laughs> you can wait. Wait, I feel like there's definitely geese on farms. You can get a goose at the feed store here. That's what I'm telling you. That's where that's where they sell farm supplies. Next it says time to go hunting. Time to go hunting. <laughs> <laughs> My lord, this whole email feels wrong. Funny but wrong. <laughs> I'm just saying. Even Awkward Ginger says they sell them. I'm sorry, but where I'm from, they don't sell no motherfucking geese up here, yo. You don't get a goose, yo. You're not going to walk in nowhere but go, I need goose tonight. Like, I mean, no. What's funny is, is my significant other is a greenskeeper. So geese are like his number one enemy, specifically like Canadian geese. So he's trying to see if his company that he green keeps for will buy him a dog. And the title of that dog is the Geese Police. They're especially trained to chase out the geese, but without hurting Are them at all. Are you fucking kidding me? The Geese Police? It costs $8,000. Geese and ducks are good for flies. Who, who, how the fuck do you know Told this? You. How 
do you know this awkward ginger? Like, how would, how would you know that geese and ducks are good for flies? Like, I'm sorry. Maybe she was Charlotte in a past hey. life, and that's why we have Charlotte's Web. Maybe that's her email. And <laughs> she's doing her research. <laughs> she knows where she can get them. Don't and do it. Don't do it. I wonder if she's got her own goose. Maybe she can lend a goose to them. I hope so. Have you seen the TikTok videos? Now, this is when I know that I, it's about that time of month. Because, like, I'll see videos of people with a pet goose. And the goose looks like it's hugging it. And I'll absolutely cry my eyes out. Yeah, this lady, Requiem says she's been hit by a goose. <laughs> They're mean. They can be so mean. I've been chased before. Swans are mean too. Them things are they are vicious. Stoner, they listen, Stoner Cast says we get a ticket if we are caught causing harm to a Canucks goose, yo. What? Are you serious right now? No, that's, that's I am true. learning that's the, so much right that's here. That's a Canadian that's geese. Canadian yeah, thing. it's, it's yeah, not you're Canadian not allowed thing. to no, you're not allowed to hurt them. That's why the dogs are trained to chase but never hurt. You have geese here as pets, it's a weird flex. Wait, wait, what? It's a weird flex. What, dude? Like, <laughs> I, I didn't think you lived that much in the sticks. You got people there that got geese <laughs> for pets? They are aggressive as they fuck. I lived in the yeah, Midwest. They're well. so mean. Yeah. All right. So, uh, um, listen. No, 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 no. Sorry, but. Uh, no, no. That's not, that's not, yeah. That's not working. That's not working. I order pizza. Yeah. <laughs> oh, all right. I have so many more. I know we're going to fit, we're going to get through all these, but I'm going to try to get through a couple more. We'll have to do a part two, I Let's guess. Go. Um. <laughs> so, situation is called the vacation dilemma vacation dilemma vacations can always be like dilemma like i feel like vacations can always be vacations can go really great or really bad exactly yeah right so it starts off it's been almost three years since i've had a vacation it's partly because of covid and before that i was too busy at work and couldn't take the time off now things have changed the world is opening up and i was able to get some time away and we just went away for a full week Kind of. Okay. First, some background. My husband stays home. He says he's retired. I say he's lazy. I mean, he's 34. Wow. This got really aggressive real quick. <laughs> I mean, he's 34. You can't be retired at 34 unless you're a football player, right? Anyways, I earn all the money for us and have a very demanding job. Okay. I was really excited about our vacation, and so was he. He kept telling me that he deserves to have me all to himself for once, and that was in quotations. I kind of let that slide because I was looking forward to it as well. We went to a resort on the beach for a week, but as soon as we got to the resort, I got a text from a client. I apologized and told my husband I had to take care of this thing. Well, the thing turned out to be a series of things I had to deal with, and it took the rest of the first day and night and some of the next day, and that was it. Problem solved, vacation started. Well, he was pouting, and I could tell he was really angry. Finally, on the third day, I made him tell me what was bugging him, 
It turned out he was upset that I didn't give him all of my attention during the first day. And she says, seriously, this slacker has the nerve to criticize me for taking care of my career and our only source of income for a few hours. The rest of the vacation was fine. We were both cold to each other. Now we're back home. I'm more angry than when he first told me what was bugging him. So my questions. First one, she actually has a multiple part here. One, uh, he doesn't have the right to be upset with me, does he? Thoughts? Uh, if I was I was him, uh-huh. I I would I would be irritated. <laughs> yeah, just a little. But I'm I'm also. I guess I I'm not I'm not going to say that because that doesn't justify it. Me being a woman doesn't make it okay that I would get irritated or make it less okay that he was irritated. <clears throat> Um, I would yeah. be, I would be annoyed a little tiny bit, especially if it happened right the first day. That would be, yeah, that part. would be annoying. Yeah, because then you're like, oh, this is just gonna set the tone for the entire. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I would be irritated too, like honestly, because it's that that's the one time you're supposed to unplug. Like that is literally the point of vacation. It also kind of sounds like um, she already resents him, so that's a problem. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> right. I was going to say that this whole relationship feels really toxic already, like off the rip. Like, For, well, yeah. sorry, I mean, but like, I'm going to keep you, it real. You're not supportive of what what's important to her. Like, I don't know. It's really hard to balance that, I guess. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, she. But I feel like it shouldn't be that hard. Annoyed with him, and um, yeah, I think maybe they're both annoyed with each other, and they should go find people that don't annoy them. (laughs) I agree. I think that I think that they both should probably take a little break because that whole thing seems like just just reading that. Are they married? Is this a whole marriage? It does not say that they're married. Okay, okay, because I didn't want to, like, cause a divorce here. No, I'm, I'm sorry. They are married. It says, definitely says my husband. My okay, husband well, stays maybe, home. I mean, I guess maybe that could get messy, so you might want to try to work on that. Um. SP Gross makes a good point, too, though. If she had to work and it's her only income, I mean, you got to do what you got to do. Can't that ri- is a good point. You because, can't risk yeah. losing a job because only one of them are working. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Time for couples counseling, sounds like. Uh, that might be in yeah. the future. I mean, that definitely would be probably, like, the first step would probably be to uh, figure out if you guys want to work on it or if you think it's worth the time to put that effort in um, if you're not married. Uh, if you are married, then, like, what, Len, you think you can save it? Like, Definitely do it, but I also feel like you gotta—I don't know—you you gotta not just think about yourself in these kinds of situations because even though, like, yes, logically she's the one who brings in the income and she can't risk losing her job, right? Um, <clears throat> a man who stays at home and doesn't have much interaction socially uh, is probably really a lot harder mentally with the social norm being that men need to be strong providers in the household. So that could also put a lot of strain and resentment in a relationship. And if you guys have strain and resentment in your relationship and you're not actively trying to figure out what the source of that is, 
instead of nitpicking each other about answering a phone call on the first day of vacation, then you're going to have bigger problems. That's what I was going to say too, is like, if this, like, like he kind of had a right to be like, eh, like, can we not do work the whole time? Like, I get it, but can we not do this the whole time? And then they should have been able to get over it, but that didn't happen. So that means there's underlying issues that are not being touched as to why that little issue is such a big deal. I want to know yeah, why every this, sip of beer this I does take not seem like it should mouth. be such a hard thing to figure out. So you would think. So we're going to rely on couples counseling for that one. <laughs> and yeah, a professional. <laughs> yeah, you might want to find a professional for that one. So we're going to do one more because it is getting late. It's already past our time, but we'll we'll fit one more in before we'll save the rest for another time. Uh, if, you're, if your email didn't get answered, listen, my bad. But send in yours for part two, to be blunt, podcast at gmail.com. That's the number two, B-E-B-L-U-N-T podcast at gmail.com. Send in your uh, piece of advice. It's purely anonymous. It won't read your name on air or anything. And uh, maybe you'll get the answers you're looking for. So next one we got here, last one, is Christmas proposals which i want to say right off the back are always a fucking terrible idea so let's move this forward <laughs> i can already tell her i don't know where this is going but i always feel like these are these are really 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 terrible ideas uh, i have been planning an amazing proposal for the last three months and now i'm having second thoughts i have been dating my girlfriend for two years i have the ring and i have everything in place she's really close to her family they have a massive massive christmas eve dinner every year i get along with all of them really well and they like me my plan was to propose by making a toast at the christmas eve dinner i think it would be an unforgettable moment that we remember every year together and i think her family would feel honored to be part of it but then i mentioned it to friends and they thought it was not cool i probably would have been one of his friends or her don't know uh they say i'm trying to make it about me instead of letting christmas happen on its own they think i would be making a big mistake they say i should know my place and stay out of their christmas eve tradition should i change my plans or would it make christmas extra special for the Uh, love of god don't fuck with a family tradition (laughs) i think christmas eve i think any of those like gimmicky uh, holiday proposals are are just that, just gimmicky. I don't know. I don't. I I don't personally feel like a lot of uh, originality or thought goes into that. I think like if you ever asked a friend for advice on a proposal and they give it to you, you should fucking take it because <laughs> they know her better than you do. Karen fucking T. <laughs> Like, the first thing you said was family is super important to her, and they have this family tradition. Right. Don't. No. Yeah. Don't. It's not. Because if family's that important to her, she's not going to be happy that you just put yourself in the spotlight of their family tradition. Yeah, so cheesy and so bad, and you can't even dress cute for the proposal. So let's touch on that because it's Christmas time. So you're wearing fucking. Also during a toast during during eating a toast during eating. Yeah, because every mother-in-law wants a candid camera of what? They didn't say it was like oh, they didn't say during dinner. 
Like, no. A no to well, I mean a toast. You do that so. shit when she's like, if you, all if you want to do Christmas proposals, yeah, that's when you, you say, let's go out to dinner, just the two of us, for a, and go on a Christmas stroll, and you do something like that. But you don't interrupt family dinner. I don't I have would had, be nervous. I haven't had one person say yes to this. <laughs> no, I don't know that it's. I see a lot of. I don't know about being alone. We weren't alone when my husband proposed to me, and it was super special. But we have children, so I always wanted them to be there. I'm just saying. I mean, like proposed. for Christmas, but, like if you want it to be, like no, if you was, can't wait any longer, then like why the the but right. don't do it in the middle of like 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 do it where it's not just oh this is Christmas so it's gonna be easy. I was reading a comment. I was that's what I meant by the intimate moment. Yeah. But yeah, I I can see that, but I just think like maybe probably not. Like no. Just don't do it. <laughs> I'd say pull I would say definitely uh definitely pull the the cord <laughs> Imagine on that it's one, an dude. ugly sweater fest that I have envisioned in my head. And <laughs> I would be so pissed. <laughs> oh my god, so one of my best friends family does the um Christmas story where they all dress up as characters like someone's in a fucking bunny suit and they're eating Chinese dinner at and like they're eating Chinese for Christmas dinner and shit. Like they legit would do this every year. So like if you propose, that would be a hell of a fucking setting for the phone. <laughs> <laughs> gotta make grandma like, choke on her food, yo. <laughs> No, yeah, what if grandma goes out on Christmas? What if she doesn't get taken out by a reindeer, but grandma got run over by a proposal? <laughs> you don't want to do that. You don't want to do that. So we all agree. No. That's a, that's a definite no. Sorry. Uh, don't do it. And please don't, do don't come back asking about New Year's. It's the same answer. <laughs> yeah, right. still no. Ain't or- any holiday. <laughs> We're cheesy, still cheesy, but yeah. available. Well, that, we, 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 we let that fly. Or ma'am, <laughs> dude, ma'am, them, they. All of it. Listen, listen. I All just want to say, I hope anyone who submitted was watching today, and you guys got the answers and the help you were looking for. Just want to say thank you to you guys for joining me tonight and helping me out with these. Uh, it's good to get different perspectives. Thank you for Yes, of course, of course. Uh, make you guys can check out <laughs> right on our Instagram Hazel's uh, nice review of High Time. She just stopped at High Time in Reading, so make sure you check that out. Super dope on the Two Bum Podcast Instagram. That's exactly. We'll be <laughs> stacked up. So make sure you guys go check that out, lady. Thank you again. Have a good night. Appreciate it. Make sure you follow Hazel underscore days, Mother Telgaterra 2.0 on TikTok. It's gone down. Thank you to everyone who hung out tonight. It's been a hell of a show. We got through a lot of emails. Thank God. We're coming in quick, y'all. Coming in quick. If you like this segment, let us know. Maybe we'll do these more. Make sure you like, follow, share, leave a review, subscribe to all the social media pages, Instagram, 
YouTube, TikTok, Twitch, Facebook. Ah, what else did I miss? Twitter, all the motherfuckers at To Be Blunt Podcast. That's To Be Blunt with the number two. You can find all of our social media right here on our link tree. Link tree slash To Be Blunt Podcast. It's going down next week. Stacked show. You don't want to miss it. Stay tuned. Stay fucking tuned. If you're on PartyCast Network, don't go nowhere. nowhere. We got more shows coming up. I'm going to go and uh, enjoy some dinner with the wife and kids. So, y'all already know the deal. We'll see you next week. Same weed time. Same weed channel.